0: Hi, everybody. Well, I'm welcoming our friend Larry from Guaranteed Right Back. It's time to talk about interest rates, Larry. I mean, it's a changing world out there. And I think that uh, it's nice to have a resident expert who can give us some ideas and answer some questions. So in talking through the issue, you know, everybody hears on the news to say, if we're going to stop a recession, interest rates need to go up. Is that true in your opinion?
1: Uh, no, it, it's not. Um, I don't think that's entirely accurate. You know, we've got some conflicting um, market conditions going on right now, and you know, everybody sees the the Fed raising the short term funds rate, and I think they think that's the 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 government's effort to stave off a recession. Um, and they're actually doing that to try and bring inflation down. So that's you know, a typical uh fix for for that issue and that's why you've seen the the fed raising the fed funds rate here in in recent weeks uh but that is not the the fix for uh recession concerns so the fed funds rate a lot of people confuse get confused and think that's the same as mortgage rates it's actually not uh the fed funds rate is the rate at which banks can borrow money from from each other um and uh but people think it's when they hear oh the fed raised rates uh they think they're talking about mortgage rates it's not the same thing increasing the feds fed funds rate can impact mortgage rates i I, but i've seen it go both ways historically there are times when the fed makes that announcement and mortgage rates go up and but there are other times when rates actually come down Now. Even though overall, we're in a a market right now where rates have been going up, after the Fed made that announcement about the three-quarters of a percent Mm
0: -hmm.
1: uh, hike on the short-term funds rate, mortgage rates actually went down the next three days after that. So the media, however, was painting a a gloom and doom uh, picture. Uh, oh gosh this is just gonna kill the market and real estate's gonna crash and you know so no the you know the the solution for you know saving off a recession is actually lowering interest rates that's why I say we've got conflicting conditions right now that the way to fix inflation supposedly is to raise rates but the recommended solution for staving off a recession is lowering interest rates. So which one do we want to fix?
0: Well, and there's not a whole lot of control that the average American has over that. So you're know, you kind of stuck with it. So people are out there saying, well, Larry, I clearly can see that rates are higher than they were last year. That's a fair statement, right? Yes. So how does that impact the real estate sales and what should you do or what you should you be looking for?
1: You know, it's going to have a significant impact. Um, And and I think we've already seen it, you know, with, for the, you know, for the the buyers, you know, the higher rates, you know, mean that they may not qualify for the price range, you know, that they were hoping for. And and many of them, their concern is staying in a specific geographic area, a specific school district, um, and now they no longer qualify for that price range. And in some cases, they don't qualify for mortgage financing at all. Um, One of the things we've been doing here recently is looping back to a lot of the clients that we pre-approved several months ago and revising their numbers, you know, updating their pre-approvals. And in some cases we've had to deliver, you know, bad news that, well, we can't target this price range anymore or in in some cases they they don't qualify at all for financing and you know the rates are impacting the potential sellers uh, as well i think it's one of the reasons we have so little inventory on the market you know some potential sellers are deciding not to, to list their homes you know especially if their plan is to buy another home after their current home
0: sells sure and i think people's hope is to do something better so they're even going to be in more debt then right
1: Exactly. So they're, they're facing a double whammy, right? You know, the, the interest rate on their new mortgage may be double what the rate was on their, on their current loan and, you know, prices, values of, of homes have gone up to boot. So while the idea of getting a great price, you know, for their current home is attractive,
0: the cost of the new one may be not so
1: attractive. Right. Right.
0: And a right the cost from two perspectives, One is the increased price overall, and the other is the increased interest. So you get that's
1: what you're explaining. So when you combine the two and you look at uh, what the monthly payment is going to be, I always talk about you know two things affordability and and monthly cash flow. So in a circumstance like that, their
0: affordability and and
1: specifically their cash flow is going to change. You know, in some cases, dramatically.
0: So then would it be fair to say that you're seeing some maybe delays in people even wanting to list their property for sale in this environment? Yes, I think that's
1: been a contributing factor. You know, I think the fear of not being able to buy that next house uh, with so little inventory on the market. Mm -hmm. um, There are those folks who are not seeing anything they like. Right. uh, But then they're also worried about being outbid. We've had just a crazy year this year with people... We call it bidding over, um, offering thirty, forty thousand dollars above asking price, and so even if the, the the client finds that new home that they really like, they may not have the the winning offer, and so that fear of selling because no you know the on the on the seller's sides you know they're not going to accept contingent offers you know a contingent offer is a way for you to sell your current home. And you don't have to do that, and you don't, and, and you don't have to do that until you can. Um, you don't have to close on the purchase of the new house until you've got a guarantee of selling your old home. That protection is is gone now, and so you take the risk of selling your your current home and not being able to to get the next house. Is it
0: right? And family. if you're not able to get it, yeah, I mean you're looking at rentals, and look what's happening in the rental property arena as well.
1: Exactly, the rental market's just crazy. And, um, and and not everybody has a relative that they can right. move in with.
0: Or that they wanna live with. Let's just all be <laughs> yeah, that's true right? Yes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. And, um, and so it, it's a challenging market. And those of all of those things have contributed to the, the lack of inventory that we're seeing out there.
0: Sure, and I think a lot of people that are just taking the environment, let's hold tight and see what happens you know, and they have alternatives, for example, they could upgrade their current home, correct?
1: Exactly. We've seen this, you know, with the previous housing crisis that we had in 08, 09, um, where, you know, and then we had rates going up. So people said, gosh, you know, if our plan, if our reason for selling our current home and buying the new one is we needed a little bit more space, Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: know, uh, an extra bedroom, or, or maybe we just, you know, we wanted to, you know, a nicer kitchen or whatever, you know, people decided, you know what, we'll stay where we're at, have the nice low interest rate on that main mortgage and then go take out a home equity line of credit to remodel the kitchen or add that room addition or finish the basement. And there was a, there was a window of time where that was, was happening a lot. And we may be moving into that kind of market now with the sellers hesitant to, to put their homes on the market they may just decide to you know if they have a lot of especially with the huge increase in in values here in the last year there's a lot of extra equity in the house now they can take take a little bit of money out by way of a, a HELOC and and then and then do remodeling or add that room addition i've had people calling me to do cash out refis mm-hmm. for that purpose they wanted to take money out to to upgrade their homes and i said gosh you know if your current mortgage rate is, you know, three and a quarter or you know, three and a half, a cash out refi comes with higher interest rates than even a, a rate and term refi. So I look at it and say, gosh, you know, if you do a cash out and you have a current mortgage balance of two hundred thousand and you want another twenty thousand dollars out to remodel the kitchen, kitchen, if you do a cash out refi, you're now increasing the interest rate on the entire amount that you have right. 220,000 is now at a six and a half percent interest rate instead just leave the card mortgage where it is at three and a quarter or three percent take out a HELOC you know yeah it's going to have a little bit higher interest rate but that higher interest rate's only on 20,000 right. not 220,000 right. so I tell people that all the time, and, and they'll, they say, well, let me get this straight. You don't want to do a cash out refi for me? And I say, no, I don't think it makes financial sense for you. This, right. I think is a better option for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, from your perspective, it might be easier or it might be to your advantage. Either, but You're going to give them an honest answer and tell them this is what it looks like. And you really have to factor that in
1: unfortunately you know there are those those you know mortgage folks out there who you know they want to do the cash out refi cuz that's what they get paid on right uh, you know, it's a percentage of the total loan amount. So they're not interested in doing a $20,000 HELOC. They're interested in doing the $220,000 cash out refi. But that's that's not who I am. Uh, you know, I, no, and, I like and to sleep why, at night and feel good about what I do. So.
0: Right. And that's why we invite you to participate in this. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> it's really important for people to see that and really look at what all your options are. You know, because we live in a here and now society. I want it today. I want to close tomorrow. And that's just what I want. And sometimes that delay factor or looking at all your options here might be a better choice. And you really have yes. to look at that in the future. Just because you can get a loan to buy something doesn't mean it's a good idea to do something.
1: That's right. It doesn't mean you should do it. And, but right. you're right. I call that instant gratification. Really. Yes,
0: and exactly. And I think that our message today to people is, look, interest rates are changing and you really have to consider what is in your best interest for your family situation that's there. Now, I know you don't have a crystal ball, but do you expect or anticipate that interest rates will continue to rise?
1: I do, uh, but there's, uh, in my opinion, good news on the horizon. So um, what's that good news for everyone? (laughs) So uh, the short term is, yes, I I do think rates will continue to rise. Um, However, uh, within, I think, the next several months, we're going to see rates coming down. Um, I think we are, excuse me, I'm sorry. I think we are headed for a recession. And if we look at it from a historical perspective, every time in the past, going back to 1960, we've had eight recessions. Every time we've gone into a recession, mortgage rates have come down. And I think that's what's going to happen this time around. And this is why I I think that Um, during a a recession, excuse me, Bonds are seen as a safer investment. Uh, It's considered to be a more conservative and a safer place for your money. So in a recession, people move their money out of riskier investments like stocks and put their money into bonds instead, uh, including mortgage-backed securities, which are also known as mortgage bonds. So when money flows into bonds, mortgage rates usually come down. So if we do, uh, and the unfortunate part of it is, well, we end up in a recession, but right. if there's light at the end of the tunnel or some, you know, the good news, bad news, the good news is I think rates will come down. And, you know, we've, we've had the GDP numbers for the last two quarters, which has historically been used as the benchmark for determining if we're in a recession or not. And those numbers suggest that we are. So that's why I say that I, even if they... They stall any official announcement of a recession. I think within the next several months, it's going to be clear that we are in one, and then I think we're going to see the market adjust, and I think we're going to see rates come down.
0: It's interesting, you know, in the interim period of time, do you think that the rate increase has any impact on inventory? How can you correlate the two? Because clearly, there's a very limited inventory.
1: Yes, and and I think it comes back to you know a topic we touched on. Um, I think sellers are very hesitant. To, to put their homes on the market. Uh, one, for fear of uh, not being able to get that next house. But then two, you know, when they do the math, you know, their current mortgage, you know, maybe in, in the high twos or the low threes. And then they look at, well, gosh, if we sell this house and we buy our next one, our, our rate may be double what we have now. And is that really affordable for us? Plus, the increased in home values means a higher purchase price. So, the combination of higher purchase price and higher interest rate—you know—I always talk about monthly cash flow and, and affordability. And I think lots of homeowners are doing that math and saying, "Gosh, I don't know that we can afford to to do that move-up buy."
0: Right. What about renting versus buying, in your opinion, in this environment? You got a young person out there. You know, they're starting their first job. What's the time? Rents are high, but now we have interest rates and other issues and house prices.
1: We sure do. You know, an in, interesting combination of factors, but I still always think it's it's better to own than to rent. And, and I'll tell you why. Um, you know, I, and I can understand why some people would be considering renting right now. You know, with the challenging market conditions we have, You know, lack of inventory out there. I could see why some people are considering renting. But there are some key factors that I think they need to take into consideration before they make a decision to rent. Uh, You know, most industry experts are predicting that, home values are going to continue to to appreciate in the foreseeable future. Meanwhile, uh, rents, on the other hand, are forecasted to rise by more than 5% per year. You know, and that, again, coming back to affordability and monthly cash flow. Um, In fact, the the largest landlord uh, in the United States said that rents went up 14% in the past year. 14%. That's a huge number. And they're predicting that they're going to grow up on average about 6% annually going forward. So, You know, for example, using just that 5% annual number over a five-year period, your rent could go up 25%. With a mortgage payment, the principal and interest portion of your payment will never go up because it's locked in. You can still have an increase in your property taxes, maybe your homeowner's insurance. But essentially, from a budgeting standpoint, you know, you have a mortgage, you know what that payment's going to be long-term with rent. You know, it's a a wide open field right now. Plus your mortgage is gonna amortize and, you know, meaning that a portion of each of your monthly payments goes towards reducing your loan balance, which builds equity and wealth for the homeowner. So, you know, for for someone owning a home, it can create significant wealth for their family. Um, This is much different than paying rent, which builds wealth for your landlord.
0: Sure. No, and I understand that. You know, Ian, you said something about house prices going up and that people think that the housing market will continue to go up. What do you say to the person, though, that's lowering the prices or seeing their home values going down right now? I mean, I think in the last couple of months in many places, you know, you're seeing for the first time in a very long time, people taking a reduction in what they were asking, where before we were overbidding.
1: Yes, that
0: yes. As little as three
1: months ago, we were overbidding, right? And now we're not seeing that. You know, it's, it kind of comes into a supply and demand
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: concept. You know, we had tons of buyers out there earlier in the year, but lack of inventory. Well, guess what? The buyers all got frustrated, and I call it sitting on the fence. they they've all decided to sit on the sidelines and maybe wait till next year. So now. Uh, there isn't the demand that we were seeing as 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 frequently as June, right? And so the sellers are saying, "Gosh, I don't have," I, you know. In in March, April, I had um, clients that had they were getting thirty or forty offers on their home. I mean, that's just a crazy number and bidding, you know, forty thousand over asking price. It's interesting how quickly that those conditions shifted. And now the buyers aren't, aren't out there and they might get an offer or to their homes now that have been on the market for 60 days, uh, which, you know,
0: which really uh, was normal before. <laughs> yes, yeah, right? Yeah, right. I mean, that yeah. really was normal. Now, right. we, but then it got over the top. And now, you know, as somebody I read an article the other day saying. Don't panic. This is what original normal was. <laughs> That's right. You know, I thought right. that was really good analysis. You know, you can't think that exactly it's- right. Exactly Sellers or- got really
1: spoiled here in the last year yeah. where, you know, they put mm-hmm. their house on the market on Thursday seems to be the a, a favored day for real estate agents to put a house on the market. And by Saturday, it'd be under contract,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and, and and they had multiple offers to choose from. Um, and now within the last couple of months, because of those conditions, you know, yeah. buyers got frustrated and
0: and left the marketplace. And and you're right. Now we're back
1: to what is normal most of the time.
0: Right. Well, and you know, practicing in the area of family law, obviously, this has an impact on it as well. I mean, people are one maybe thinking, "I'm not so sure this is the time," even though I don't see our relationship going anywhere. They can wait it out unless there's really a good reason or there's a problem, or there's something that's occurred that really sparks the need for the divorce. It'll be very interesting to me to see what happens. Although, you know, in my experience, and I've been practicing family law for over 33 years now, whenever the economy gets bad, right before we seem to slow down, and as soon as it hits rock bottom, we seem to go up quickly. It's very strange. And I would like to do a study about that. And I'd be curious to hear what your observations are about how this impacts divorce and 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 i think you touched on it yeah i think
1: you know the the typical person looks at it and says gosh um you know the the conditions right now are really not ideal if we have to move forward um we will but you know the previous recession just several years ago what i saw was you know couples deciding to wait it out hey let's not finalize the divorce let's not force ourselves into a situation where we have to you know, do mortgage financing if the conditions aren't aren't good for it. So you know that that couple that you know one spouse excuse me, one spouse may be looking at retaining the marital home and then refinancing the mortgage to remove the other spouse from the title and mortgage, and maybe also taking equity out uh, to pay the spouse their their share of the equity. You know, they may be looking at it and saying, gosh, you know, this is not the time to be doing that. You know, we have a 3% interest rate now. We have to do a refi. We're gonna double the interest rate. On top of that, it's only one spouse qualifying for the mortgage now instead of two spouses and in right. double income. Um, so they might say, gosh, you know, we, we, we don't have to remove the other spouse right now. Let, let's wait until market conditions are better to do that. And then similarly, you know, if, if both spouses are going to go and buy their own homes individually, separately, the same, same challenges, Mm -hmm. higher interest rates, half the income, uh, low inventory right now. So, um, you know, a lot of folks are going to make the decision to
0: let's just hang on. Let's hang see. on or be creative right be creative with your family law attorney and figure out what options because there are there can be some options with that as well you know it's yes. amazing to me larry that this has just been a few short months since we last had a conversation and our conversation is in some regards completely different right it is yeah and yeah. it's uh fascinating to see so i would love to have you back as we're going through this and you know if we do hit that official title although I would agree with you that there's definitions of recession and we're probably already in it, but what impact that would have, because I do think that this is an ever evolving issue. And I don't think that we're leaving today answering people's questions concretely, because there really isn't a great answer.
1: Yeah, There's no right or wrong answer. It all depends on that person's needs. You know, maybe they really need to buy now or, um or maybe renting is is a you know a temporary solution i know that there are folks out there for example uh that are being counseled well you know what rather than retaining the marital home and refinancing the mortgage sell while prices are possibly at their peak you know there are those folks who seem to think you know we're going to see some some price correction market correction here. so sell high and buy low you know that old concept so that, that might be a strategy to employ. Youngs right. has a crystal ball. We don't know what that's next exactly year we'll it. bring. I mean, look at, like you just said, look at where we were you know, from a conversation standpoint a few right. months ago, where we are today. Right. So yeah, there's, you know, um, there's no right or wrong answer. You just try to make the best decision you can for yourself based on, on the information uh, that's available to you. That's every person is gonna be different in terms of which route they decide to go
0: you know, and I, I don't want people to listen and feel depressed or anything. This is normal. This is this market adjustment. I mean, these are things, I mean, you've been in the business for a lot of years. Yes. You know that this happens. We go with the ups, ups and the downs and the flows and there's good on one hand and bad on another. And you're right. There's not a right or wrong answer. It's just the concept of time.
1: Yes, exactly. You know, and, you know, people, you know, on a, on a separate note, you know, people say, well, gosh, your rates are so high. Well, I like to look at a historical uh, perspective. You know, when, when, when you look back to the 80s or the 90s, you know, rates were 14 to 18%. Right. They're not high. Right. Points to get that rate. Yeah. Um, now, you know, even though rates have gone up a little bit in the last couple of yeah. months, uh, they're still in the fives, you know, right. so compared to 18%, I'll take five all day long. Absolutely you know?
0: right. And again, it's that perspective, it's age, it's a lot of different things that are out there for people. And I yes. think it's good for them. If you're going through a divorce, you certainly can reach out to us. If you are looking at, you know, any kind of advice that's needed with regard to financing, whether you should refi now, get a home equity, Larry can help answer those questions and, you know, lay it out and give you a truthful, here's the analysis. Now you choose, Right.
1: Yes, exactly. You know, I always talk about being able to make informed decisions. Right. You know, I always say the, the path forward becomes clear when you have all the, the numbers right. in front of you. Right. And, you know, certain routes make sense and certain avenues don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but we so what we try to help the clients with is to figure out what makes financial sense and, and what doesn't. Right. And, and then they can move forward accordingly. You know, otherwise it's guesswork. Well, I think maybe we could go. So no, let's get the numbers and let's know for sure. And then, you know, make an informed decision. Informed
0: decision is the best way. And our our motto is empower yourself with options because that really is what you have to do. You have options and there are so many of them as we sit here and it really is choosing what's best for you. And look, we've all made mistakes. You know, I'm the first one to say I can tell you different things that I done I did over my lifetime that maybe weren't the best decision at the but at the time that was the decision that had to be made. You can't change that now. You can't go backwards. And Larry, I'm sure your life experience has been the same, but you do the best you can at the given time with the facts you have.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know. You just you, you figure out what the best solution is for right now. Can't worry about what happened in the past or change anything that happened in the past. Right. You know, that's history. It's over. Let's let's figure out where we go from here.
0: Right. And if and you anyways, got into a mortgage situation and you're at six percent and the rates go down to four and a half or four, you could refinance at that point in time.
1: Absolutely. One of the things that we do is we call it managing your mortgage. Um you know, I don't do financing for someone and then forget about them. I continue to watch the market, and then if I see a window of opportunity where someone could potentially refi and lower their rates to a point where it makes financial sense, I reach out to the client and say, hey, you know, market conditions are such and such. I think this might be a window of time for you to do a refi if you want to. Mm-hmm. Here's what the numbers would look like. Um, I show them how to calculate whether a refinance makes – financial sense for them here's here's the math and if it does great and you want to move forward be happy to help you Uh, but there are times when it doesn't make sense and i'll tell them that too but i do i do watch the market for all of my clients i watch for windows of opportunity where they could potentially refi. and and i'm glad you brought that up because depending on you know recession and historical perspective and rates coming down we might find ourselves in a market like that within a few months where right. rates are starting to look really good again. And so there may be an opportunity for people to, to do a refi
0: yeah, and, yeah, and the
1: purchase market may change as well.
0: And the, you know, the bottom line, and I think the closing point is, is don't bury your head in the sand, just saying I'm stuck. It's something that is just like our conversation has evolved the last couple of months and it will evolve in the next three or four months. We know that already consumers have to also make themselves aware to look at their options and making sure that they're considering what it is and that it's a moving target. So that's really, I think, our concluding factor for today, Larry, okay. is that people need to pay attention to it. You know, don't push this under the carpet, deal with this issue head on and know that you have options available to you.
1: Yes. Yep. Thank you yep. so much.
0: We really appreciate your time and we'll talk again in a few months. <laughs> keep Thank, you, keep right? Thank you so much for having me. I Take appreciate care. it. Take care. You too.